the key is can I get through it without getting too emotional? You know, I think the hardest part will be when I talk about family. My dad, uh, my dad passed away last year. One of the big things that you know, not regrets, but you know, things that if, if I was going to say anything that's, I don't know, disappointing is the right word. It's not disappointing. It's just maybe a little bit of sadness that he's not going to be there because he was such a big part. Uh, he was in the room every time I found out I didn't make it, and uh, and I knew. Uh, in 2021 when I got the phone call that I did not make the Hall of Fame that there was a really good chance my dad wouldn't make it because he had cancer uh, that he wouldn't make it to the next year so that was hard uh, but I know he'll be watching from heaven and he'll be there he'll be there in spirit and uh, and so that that'll be that'll be probably the most emotional part I see five-time Pro Bowler three-time All-Pro and soon to be NFL Hall of Famer, number 71, the only Jacksonville Jaguar to have his shirt number retired. Of course, he was their first ever draft pick. Tony Baselli, with over 20 minutes of podcast gold. We look back on his career. We talk family, sacrifice, and Tony tells me why he thinks this 2022 Jaguars team could surprise a few people. I'm Anthony Wotton, and this is a very special transatlantic sports show. Thank you for downloading this special edition of the transatlantic sports show, episode number 99. Ooh, it's almost got that centenary feel to it. We'll have a special episode for that coming up, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at T-A-S-S underscore UK. I'm your host, Anthony Wotton. You can find me on Twitter at A-R Wotton. W-O-O-T-T-O-N. If you're a regular listener, you already know how to spell that name. But trust me, so many people get it wrong. I would say probably about three times out of five, I could even spell it out to you and you would get it wrong. So that's why I've got to keep repeating it. But thank you so much for sticking with us. You're going to love this episode. Tony Baselli, he was over in the UK as part of a Jaguars UK mini tour, I suppose. They had a special evening in London hosted by Neil Reynolds and then in Manchester on Father's Day. And I had the pleasure of keeping Tony's company for over 20 minutes. And I'm going to stop talking so we can get right to it. So here he is, the Hall of Famer, Tony Baselli. First of all, Tony, congratulations, Hall of Famer. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's been quite a year. Um, and uh, it's it's... I don't know if it's fully sunk in. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's such a huge honor. And, you know, to be considered one of the greats of all time, uh, it's uh, truly amazing. And so it's been fun. It's, uh, I think it's been fun. It's been fun for me, obviously, but for my family. And, you know, my kids were so little. And some of them weren't even born when I played. So for them to be able to experience that with me and then also all the fans, uh, the Jaguar fans and the organization. So it's been a really uh, neat experience and uh, something that, uh, I'm really enjoying. Yeah, and apart from winning the Super Bowl, uh, you know, getting your, your your bust into the Hall of Fame, you know, that must be, is, is that an aspiration whilst you're playing? Was there a period in your career where you thought, I might get there? You know, I didn't think about it a lot when I played. I mean, when I was playing, the main goal is to try to win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's what you want to do. Unfortunately, we came up just short a couple times getting to the AFC Championship game. Um, and then besides that, I, I think what drove me is I always wanted to be the best uh, and and try to compete and do my job as you know at the highest level. 
and I, I probably didn't start thinking about the, the Hall of Fame until after I got done playing. And then, you know, because my career got cut short with injuries, you, you know, I said, well, you know, you never know if it's going to happen or not. And, and it was uh, highly debated. You know, I was a finalist six years, uh, and it wasn't until the sixth year that I, I made it. So uh, it all it's all worked out. But it's... You know, football is a, is a team sport, and I think it's one of the greatest, if not the greatest team sport ever. And so when you're playing, it's all about the team. It's all about trying to win a football game on Sunday, try to get to the playoffs, try to get to the Super Bowl, and uh, it takes everyone to do their job. The Hall of Fame is an individual honor, um, the highest honor you can have. And so to be able to achieve that, uh, it's uh, it's really cool, and it's, it's really humbling because, you know, as a kid growing up, I loved – I mean, my dream was to play in the NFL and uh, and to be – compete at the highest level. And to be able to do that is amazing. And then to have the success that I did and to be fortunate enough to have great coaches and great teammates that really were a big part of me achieving what I did, um, it's, uh, it, it's fun. It's kind of a accumulation of – everything I did in my career and to be honored that way is it's amazing you said it's a team sport but you also mentioned a little earlier family which is also part of that team isn't it so you said it's a it's an individual honor but I can only imagine the the sacrifice that that you've made for your professional career but also the sacrifice that your family made so for you to be able to share that now with your family and then you've got your family legacy it was there in the hall of fame which is just incredible it is amazing you know I think to be great um, in probably anything but especially as a professional football player you have to be selfish and because uh, you have to take care of your body you have to train you have to you know it's really doing everything you can to prepare to be the best and with that comes sacrifice um, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without my wife uh, Angie who's who's amazing and, and put up with you know my crazy schedule and my what I want you know it was all about me and uh, and and, and she was, she's been a great partner and really a rock in our relationship. And she's an amazing mother. And because you know, and, and so now that you know, to be honored like that, I mean, it's it's big for her, and it's and it's big for my kids because you know, they're proud of their they're proud of their dad, and they, you know, and it is about legacy. And 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 again, it's you know, it's my bust and my name in there, but. Uh, I, my, my wife's a part of that, and my kids are a part of that, and forever. Um, it, you know, I always felt like uh, I had a job to represent when I got drafted, represent the organization, um, represent the city of Jacksonville, but I was also representing my family and uh, and all that they sacrificed. And you know, you know, I mentioned my wife, but my parents and my siblings. You know, it, everyone sacrifices. Everyone's a part of the journey. I don't think anyone gets to the final destination by themselves, and I didn't. Um, amazing parents, great coaches, mentors, teammates, uh, family. It's all part of it. It's a part of our story, and it's a part of my story. And so I hope, you know, as I go into the Hall of Fame, that every person that's been a part of my journey understands that they're going. there's a piece of them going in with me. And it's not going to be dry eye, I don't think in Canton in just a few weeks' time. 
You know, have you been measured up? You yeah. ready? You got the speech ready? So I start. Yeah, I've started the speech. Um, the key is, can I get through it without getting too emotional? You know, I think the hardest part will be when I talk about family. Yeah. My dad. Uh, my dad passed away last year. One of the big things that you know, not regrets, but you know, things that if, if I was going to say anything that's, I don't know, disappointing is the right word. It's not disappointing. It's just maybe a little bit of sadness that he's not going to be there because he was such a big part. Uh, he was in the room every time I found out I didn't make it. And uh, and I knew uh, in 2021 when I got the phone call that I did not make the Hall of Fame that there was a really good chance my dad wouldn't make it because he had cancer, uh, that he wouldn't make it to the next year. So that was hard. Uh, but I know he'll be watching from heaven and he'll be there. He'll be there in spirit. And uh, and so that, that'll, be, that'll be probably the most emotional part. Look, you talked about before. Actually, before we uh, we talk about your career, and you talked about sacrifice. Do you have empathy for uh, for Tom Brady on his uh, his reversal? I mean, and you know, obviously at the age of forty five and doing what? Well, he's going to be forty five on the third of August to be doing what he's doing. What do you make of that? It's amazing. Um, I was sad, selfishly, when he retired because he's the best. Uh, he's still at the playing at the highest level. And I appreciate guys who played the game, whether they played it or still play it, whether they're just on the roster or they're the greatest of all time. I, I hold them in the highest regard because I know what it takes um, to be great. And what Tom Brady has done and, and uh, continues to do is amazing. So when he retired, I was like, man, that's a, I'm gonna, you miss seeing the great ones play. And, and he was still playing at a high level. So... <laughs> Excuse me. I know the opponents were. I know the opponents probably weren't happy that he's coming back. But as a fan of the game, I was. I was really excited that Tom Brady decided to do it at least one more time. So he's a great ambassador for the game, um, and I think it's a testament to what he has done during the off season to be ready to play at the level he does and at his age. So. Uh, truly one of the all-time greats and I think you know you have to wait five years to get in the Hall of Fame after you retire you could argue maybe you need to wave that for Tom Brady because of uh, who he is and what he's done in December this year he's going to be coming up against uh, San Francisco 49ers which is a team that he supported as a child but their quarterback Trey Lance wasn't even born when he was drafted which is just incredible isn't it and he was drafted what four or five years after you were yeah he uh I think he was drafted in two, so I think six or seven years after I got, yeah, but I think, but same, the point is, I mean, he's playing against guys who weren't born. It's amazing. I mean, and there's, I don't think there's any other position, maybe kicker, but any other position that you could do it at that, you know, quarterback's probably one of those positions, and it's still amazing that he's been able to endure the, the physicality of the game, and uh, it's truly amazing what he's done. You mentioned about your speech, you're preparing your speech, and it, I guess it's a time of reflection as well for you because, you know, you can look back on, on your career, which has brought you to the Hall of Fame and got you into the Hall of Fame. Upon reflection, are there, are there any moments that, that stand out for you? You know, that 1999 season and you had, what, seven Pro Bowlers within that team. You just came so close, so heartbreakingly close. And 
a year after you'd been there before as well. Yeah, I mean, I think as I look back over my career, there's so many great moments. Um, and, you know, everything from the first run in 96 when we came out of nowhere, you know, the, we had four straight playoff runs. 99, we had an amazing team and fell short. You know, I even look at the next year after that, I think, you know, we had a really talented team and injuries and we just didn't perform the way we should have. And so those are great moments, all of them. But I I think it's also the journey that I enjoyed. And as I look back, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as I should have when I was doing it because you're in the middle of it. You don't appreciate it. You know, the times in the locker room and the teammates and the camaraderie that you develop and uh, the work you put in just to figure out a way to win a game. You know, that competitive nature. Uh, I miss that. I miss the anxiety before the game, the nerves. Like, I I used to hate it in the moment. You're like, oh, it's... But, uh, man, you knew you were alive. You knew what you were doing mattered and that you were getting ready to go lay it on the line and compete against another group of men that were trying to beat you in in the physical nature of the game. There's nothing that can replace that. And and I think the lessons that the game of football has taught me have been amazing, and and it's served me well post-football. That hard work and, you know, understanding what it means to uh, build the team and and, uh, trust and uh, build relationships and, you know, and the competitiveness. I think I've tried to take that to what I do after I've done after football and and uh, compete in everything I do and, and try to be the best. And that I, I, I learned that from the game of football. I learned that from the coaches I had. You know, I think about my high school coach, Sam Pagano, and, and, and my college coaches, my offensive line coaches, like uh, John Matsko and uh, Mike Berry, and John Robinson, my head coach. And in the NFL, I, was ama- I had Tom Coughlin, who's one of the best coaches of all time, and Mike Mazur, my offensive line coach. I, I think about these guys. Because what they, what they gave me and what they instilled in me um, was more than just how to play the game, but how to work and, uh, and what it takes to achieve greatness. And so I'm, I'm just so thankful. I think that as I've gone through this process, the Hall of Fame, you know, those are things I've always reflected on. But I think it highlights and it forces you even to dig deeper and kind of look at those things. And, and I think the number one emotion I've felt is gratitude. Like there's a sense of gratitude that I have um, first and first to Jesus that gave me the talent. I mean, I didn't make myself six seven. <laughs> I didn't give myself the athletic ability. That's a gift from God. <laughs> Um, it was up to me to make use of it. Um, but even that, if I wouldn't have had the people in my life, starting with my parents and family, and then the coaches and mentors, I would have never gotten here. And so I'm just so thankful uh, to all those people. Is there anything that you've, you found can replicate or is similar to that, that buzz, that adrenaline rush that you got from your playing days? Is it maybe that first step into media? Did you did you feel the adrenaline there? Or, you know, you were into the odd extreme sport or maybe around a golf? I don't know. Yeah. You know, where do you get it? Yeah, I, I've not found anything that <laughs> replicated. I mean, I, like, I love golf. Uh, I'm not very, you know, you have to compete and I've never figured out how to be good at that one yet. Um, you know, the media is different because it's it's fun because you're going to be around the game but there's no uh, there's not a payoff at the end there's not a winning or losing you call the game you leave and it's over I think you know what I've really enjoyed is I've gotten into you know uh, in the business world and and, and I have a healthcare company and I like competing in business and, uh, and figuring out and the strategy and 
<clears throat> build, um, excuse me, and building the team and how do you achieve a goal, uh, an objective. I, like so, that's like that's part of it. That scratches a little bit of the itch, but there's nothing that can satisfy it completely. I mean, I still when I call games and, and cover games in the NFL. And I walk out during pregame, and the smell of the grass, and the and the guys warming up, and the atmosphere—it just brings back those memories. I'm like, man, there's nothing better than this. And so, it was a—you know—it's a young man's game, yeah. unless you're Tom Brady. Well, yeah. uh, uh, but for the rest of us, it's a young man's game, and uh, it's a period of life. And I, I'm thankful that I was that football has been a part of my life, and uh, I had those moments, and and I try to take the learnings and what it taught me into the rest of uh, my career and, and uh, what I do uh, but I don't think there's anything that will ever fully scratch that itch well we'll fast forward it now to uh, the present day Jacksonville Jaguars let's face it you are Mr. Jacksonville Jaguars himself the first ever drafted player from the from the Jags how excited are you about this season you know, obviously back to back number one picks but the future does look good you've got Doug Peterson to come in um, and they've, they've invested this off season in the team Brandon Sheriff as well on the offensive line first of all what do you think he brings to that offensive line that protection for Trevor Lawrence so overall just in general this is probably as, as excited as I've been about um, what this team can do for a while um, I, I love the hiring of Doug Peterson I think Shad Khan did a great job of getting that right I think he brings um, stability. I think he brings experience. He was a player. He's been a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, he's built a great staff. Uh, and I, I think this team has more talent than people realize. Uh, they have some really good young players. Now, the young players got to develop and they got to do what they're brought here to do. Um, but there's a character um, about this team that I enjoy. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is a guy who, you know, what he went through last year, I don't think any rookie quarterback should have to go through with the, the craziness that was going on because of the coaching situation. Um, but the way he handled that, the maturity, uh, he didn't have the best year on the field, but the talent's there. I think what he proved to me is that he is a leader, that he, has, he, he, know, he, he will be able to um, fight through adversity and that he's going to be able to lead this team. And then they added, they did a good job in free agency, man, uh, Brandon Sh- uh, Sheriff. Uh, like, uh, when he's healthy, he's one of the best guards uh, in the NFL. He's been banged up the last couple of years, you know, missed some games. So hopefully that's behind him because he, he will bring a toughness, he'll bring a physicality to the team. Um, he's super talented. Um, so that's just helped stabilize that offensive line. I think maybe, you know, one of the biggest free, one of my favorite free agent signings in the offseason was Evan Ingram. Yeah. You know, it, you know, he's a guy that is super talented, was in a tough situation in New York, probably didn't maximize what he can do. Um, and so bringing him in, I think he'll be a difference maker. you got Christian Kirk, you know, on the outside. He's, you know, going to have an opportunity. So they've done a number of things. And then defensively, you know, I think they have a chance to be pretty dang good. Uh, I, I like, you know, Josh Allen is a guy that, you know, you look at that rookie year, he's a double-digit sack guy. It's in him. 
again, the, the following two years, there was no stability. Uh, it's hard for young players if you're not don't have that strong leadership from the coaching staff. Uh, and so I think he's going to thrive. And you get a young guy, Trayvon Walker, uh, who is just uber talented. So uh, the sky's the limit. And I, I think this is this might be, you know, every year there's a couple teams that surprise everybody that overachieve. And I think the Jaguars can be that team this year uh, in the NFL. So you think the Titans and the Colts, they're, they're up there, but they're, they're within touching distance in that division. You know, the Houston Texans, they could be a surprise team, but, you know, I don't think they are. But, you know, the, you think they're there, they, they could be there for the taking, those two up there? Well, listen, uh, Tennessee and, and Indy are good football teams, and they have really good coaching staffs, and they have some really good players. Uh, but I don't think the distance between where the Jaguars are and those two teams is that is that great. Um, they're definitely those two of the t- favorites to win the division, and they deserve to be. They, they've proven it. You know, right now, this is all talk, you know, and it's all speculation, and you know, it's aspirational, and uh, you know, and that's great. It's fun in the offseason, but you got to go do it. And those teams have done it, uh, especially the Titans under uh, Mike Vrabel, the head coach. So they're the favorites, but it wouldn't shock me that if uh, we all wake up in December and the Jaguars are right there fighting um, and making a push in the division uh, this year. Nice, and they, they, they could get you in for the speech, you know, in the playoffs, maybe, maybe in the AFC Championship game, get you in there and you could rally the troops. Listen, if they, if they get in the playoffs and they get that far, I'm going to stay away because whatever they're doing, whatever Doug Peterson's doing is working just fine. I don't want to mess it up. So, yeah, they, I love being around the team, and, and, and Doug's been great. Doug's so welcoming of all the guys who played in, uh, uh, for the organization and, and including them and winding them around and, and making sure that there's a, there's a connection to the history um, of the franchise. So I, I appreciate Doug and his approach, and he gets it. He's a former player. He understands. Understands it. It's it's so important. Um, but my role is to be a fan and to cheer them on and, and to cover the team and and uh, and be kind of a connection between the fans and and, and our team. Um, so that's my job. I'll try to do the best I can, and I'll be rooting real hard for them. You're an ambassador for the team, um, London has become a huge part of the Jacksonville Jaguars you know, over what since 2013, so almost 10 years now, almost a decade of Jaguars games in London. We almost had two games in London, but COVID hit. Who knows what the, uh, the future is, but they're back at Wembley this year. First of all, I'd just like to get your thoughts on when it was first revealed, announced, your reaction when... You heard that Shad Khan was investing so much into London and he's sending the Jags one home game a season over to London. What did you think of it? Do you think it was a bit of a mad idea at the time? No, I mean, I, I, I didn't know much about... Uh, I had been to London, been to Europe, traveling, you know, just as a tourist. So I didn't know a lot about um, the sports scene, you know, outside of I knew soccer. English football, obviously, is huge. Um, you wonder, you know, how would it be received and what does it mean for the organization? But ever since I started coming over here, I've really enjoyed it. And I think it's been good. It's, uh, it's been good for the franchise. I think it's been good for the game of football. Uh, there are, there are a lot, there, 
were quite a few fans before. I think there's a ton now. And I, what I've watched and seen is the the uh, knowledge and the ed- education level of the game of football really increase, where people understand it and they're they're true fans. They, they love the game, and, and we you've seen young people and more and more get involved. And I think that's great. And, and I'm proud that the Jaguars are a part of that. I think that's important. Uh, I mean, it's the game I love, and I want to see everyone enjoy it. I want to see everyone play it. And uh, the only way you do that is by investing in internationally, and, and the Jags have done that. And I think under the, the vision and the leadership of Shab, that's been great. I think it's been good, good for the organization. I know our fans enjoy coming over here uh, and being a part and going to Wembley and, and watching the craziness there. Uh, and so overall, I love it. Uh, I was bummed when the pandemic came for a lot of different reasons, but one of them was because it kind of disrupted what we were doing over here. And so it's great now that we're back. Um, it's great to be here in the offseason and, and talk about the game of football. I can't wait to get back to Wembley and the end of October when the Jaguars play the Broncos. I think it's going to be a tremendous game. Russell Wilson versus Trevor Lawrence. I mean, what a great matchup. Two teams uh, that I, I think are on the rise. Um, and so that's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And and uh, and so early days, obviously, I think there was a lot of questions like, hey, what's going on? What are we doing? Why are we doing this? And all normal questions, but I think Shad's vision is proven out and uh, what and, and kind of how he envisioned what was going to happen. And I think it's worked beautifully and and we love it. And, you know, he has the, he has the uh, English uh, Premier League team Fulham over here now. So we're all Fulham fans in Jacksonville, which is fun. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I never watched English Premier uh, football until uh, or any their championships last year. And now I've, I follow uh, English football. And they got a new stand as well now, right by the banks of the Thames. And so I love it. Like, I come over here. When we come, I, I always hope that Fulham's playing it so we can go watch a game at the at the co- at Craven's Cottage and and so it's been so positive and I think it's been great it's been great for the game of football uh, and I'm glad that Jacksonville's a part of that well Tony thanks so much for your time and look I'll be tuning in for the Hall of Fame speech I'll be watching it so if you go I go alright alright so uh, you know stay strong I'll, I'll, I'll stay strong and uh, I just gotta fight through and uh, make sure uh, I'm not uh, too emotional where no one can understand what the heck I'm saying up there so but it, it's gonna be great it's gonna be a great weekend and uh and there'll be a lot of jags fans there which will be fun uh we play in the hall of fame game this year so we'll get a you know first look at trevor lawrence and this team uh playing against the las vegas raiders so that'll be a lot of fun and and it won't be too far long after that that we'll be right back here in uh, london and i can't wait to get back and uh watch uh, the jaguars beat the broncos at wimbley stadium my thanks to tony oh we sat in a hotel in london near covent garden And just to have his company for over 20 minutes was just pleasurable, as you could hear in this episode. So thank you very much for downloading the Transatlantic Sports Show. If you're new to the Transatlantic Sports Show, please hit subscribe. Maybe you've listened because you're a Jags fan. You wanted to hear what Tony had to say. Well, fear not. I am an accredited NFL journalist. I am a member of the NFL Writers Network. So we get exclusives here on the Transatlantic Sports Show. Make sure you follow us at T-A-S-S underscore UK on Twitter and on Instagram. We'll up our Insta game. Been a bit slow on that one. But when the Jags come over, we get exclusive interviews. We've got more players coming over in the next few weeks. So we'll bring you plenty of chat as we look ahead to those NFL London games. And for the Jags, the return to Wembley on October 30th. 
Coming up, we have the special centenary episode of the Transatlantic Sports Show. Thanks for sticking with us. Please hit subscribe. So until next time... (laughs) 